This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Have you ever been in a relationship or even dating a person and think that things are great and then over a period of time all of a sudden things go very 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 bad very very quick and when I say bad I'm not necessarily talking about arguments or fighting it's it goes bad really really fast but it's subtle things that You don't notice until it's over, until it's done. That, my people, is what I call the slow fade, where you're on one end of the spectrum thinking everything is fine, right? And the other person is slowly but surely checking out, checking out of the relationship, checking out of the courtship, and has completely tuned you out. Well, that is what this episode is about, the slow fade. I'll check you on the other side of the intro. Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. This has happened to me, and I'm pretty sure a few of you out there, especially if what I said in the preview caught your attention. Heck, you might even be going through this right now, or maybe have recently experienced this. I want to say it can be, just from, from my memory of my own personal experience, it can be a little bit daunting, to say the least, especially if you really liked the person, really cared about a person, or was in a relationship. Now, this is not, and I want to be very, very clear, this is not just for people who are dating or in relationships. This also happens in marriages where people completely check out and not allow the other person or better yet, has not truly communicated that they have checked out. So I want you to understand three things. I'll touch over three things in this particular episode. Number one, I will explain in detail what a slow fade is and what is not. Number, that's number one. Number two, I want to share with you some skills that you can use in order to make sure 
that the communication lines stay open for your current or future relationships, right? And then number three, I want to give you tips on how to try to recover if you are currently dealing with a slow fader, okay? (laughs) So number one, I'm going to define what slow fade is. Slow fade is really and truly a point in the relationship where one partner has made a decision to no longer communicate their displeasure, their disappointment to another partner. And that could be a dating partner or a person that they're in a relationship with. So it is a very, very crucial point in a relationship in which one partner has made a decision to no longer communicate to the other partner that they're checking out. Now, you may ask, like, why would someone do that? There's plenty of reasons why. It doesn't make it right, but there's plenty of reasons. And I'll give you just a couple. One, they could be the type of person that feel as if they approach the situation like an adult and say how they truly feel that their views or opinions may be ridiculed. They may not be the type of person that even want to want to resolve an issue because they do not like confrontation, right? Either reason, and there's plenty of more, either reason or any reason not to communicate is a true, true problem with the relationship. But again, the problem with the slow fader, they prefer not to fix it. Now, that doesn't mean that they didn't communicate in the past. They may have. They may have communicated plenty of time. However, they could very well also feel that it's not worth it. They've already weighed the pros and cons. They may have already communicated it and feel as if their words were not heard. They may be frustrated. And now they're at the point where they are really over the situation. And so what happens is their level of attachment and attraction starts to diminish. And when you don't have the same level or you have a reduced level of attraction to a person, things don't matter as much to you. You don't care as much to work things out or fix things. So they allow the relationship to kind of crumble on its own because they no longer, they're no longer there. Again, the problem with this is that they're not communicating this. So the other partner or the other party is thinking that everyone's operating at the same level of interest and that the feelings are mutual, but they're not. And unfortunately, by the time, a lot of times, by the time they, the other partner or party realizes it, it's too late. It's, it's, it's too late. Now, There are some things that you can look out for to try to figure out, okay, 
Is this where we're at? Or to look out for, for future relationships. Now, there are some things to look out for um, that you can have your eye out, I would say, just in case you run into this in the future or maybe you're dealing with this now. And if you are, I know it's unfortunate. But here are a couple of things that you can look out for. Number one, if they take more and more time to get back with you, like take longer than normal to either respond to your text, um, if you're used to, you know, a constant or a consistent stream of communication with them, and all of a sudden it's kind of falling flat consistently, then that is a sign. Also, if their responses, this is still with communication, if their responses are shorter and, you know, just short one-word responses to you, whereas normally they're very verbose in their communication, or at least you get more than a stale yes, no, or sometimes not even a response at all, that's, that's a strong indicator now, if they also stop initiating contact and you're always the one reaching out, that is a strong indicator as well. Under, understand that communication goes both ways. Now, if it's always been that you were always initiating, then that's really not a change that you can necessarily sink your teeth in and say, aha, this person's doing a slow fade on me, right? But... If things have shifted and changed and you're always the one that are that's initiating the conversation and even within that conversation, it's kind of uneventful, pretty, pretty, it's pretty bland. That's a strong, strong under, <laughs> it's a strong statement that, that's being made. If you feel that also, if you feel that you're not a priority and they stop making plans with you, that is also a strong indicator. If you guys are always used to, you know, seeing each other on a particular day of the week, or you're always used to making solid plans and now they're, they want to kind of keep their, their calendar open for other opportunities to hang out with friends or to do other things. And your time with that person is getting even more and more limited. That is also a strong indicator. So kind of grouped three, three areas. Number one is the communication um, like with text message, are they taking a little bit longer to respond? And when they respond, are they kind of giving you one worded responses? So that's kind of like one. Um, number two, you're always initiating the contact and the conversation. But even with that, you're the one with the enthusiasm and they're kind of like blah with it. And then number three, you're starting to feel as if you're not a priority and is evident in the amount of time that they're spending with you or they kind of want to keep 
their schedule open for other things. Whereas before, you guys made solid plans. So those are, there's other things, but those are kind of the main things to consider if you've noticed a change. Now understand if this is how it's always been, you need to look for something that that speaks to a change in which your time, their effort and energy is being reduced. But if you're used to them being high energy, used to the communication being kind of evenly distributed and them wanting to spend time with you and you don't have to wonder or try to fit in with their schedule and you see any of those three things that I mentioned, then that's the indication that there is a slow fade that's going on. Now, I told you in a loose description what slow fade is. I told you three things to look out for and to consider. But in conclusion, in conclusion, I want to tell you how to approach the situation if it's not too late. Sometimes, you know, I've, I've been there before where I figure stuff out and it's, it's a wrap. <laughs> but by the time I figure it out, it's a wrap. Like, I'm like, what happened? And it was like, you know, hey, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, I'm I'm good right now. So (laughs) hopefully that's not your situation. But if it is, at least you can kind of maybe understand what may have transpired. Um, And maybe see, maybe that was a slow fade that I experienced. And maybe this next step can help you figure out what to do in the event that you come across another person who attempts to slow fade on you, right? Now, I can always tell you this. When a person has made a decision that they are role bouncing, <laughs> that they are ready to, to move on and to no longer be in a relationship or that desire has gone for them to no longer want to court you, then by all means, they should communicate this. It should be, I'm an adult, you know what I mean? You're an adult, let's, let's just be real and I'm going to say how I feel. But don't slow fade, right? But I want to, in, in this final step, I just, I want to share with you if you are in the midst of it and you're dealing with it or you think you may be dealing with this, what you can do to try to, if you feel it's necessary, right? If you feel like it's, it's worthy or salvageable. Maybe there's some things that you realize that maybe you could have done better and, and it's worth having a conversation. This, this last step, I, I want you to try. I hope you don't have to try this. I hope that this situation doesn't occur in, in your courtship because it can be pretty frustrating. But number three, The best thing to do is to understand at some point that they've made a decision that is better to fade than to address the situation. Okay? Fade than to address. So you're dealing with a person right now who does not necessarily want to directly communicate. Your best bet is to do what I learned a long time ago in business communication. 
being direct but indirect. Make sure that you are emotionally stable enough to have a conversation, to accept and take any criticism that may come your way and take it as an opportunity to resolve and or address the issues that they may have. Now, when I say be in the best emotional state is because once you approach them and you have the conversation, you want to set a precedent. And that precedent shouldn't be that you always have to come to them to find out what the deal is. But the president was said, hey, we are in an open communication relationship, dating or in an official relationship. We are dealing with two adults or you're dealing with a relationship in which a person is going to expect you to be open with your communication. You want to be able to communicate that, not verbatim, not in words, but by your actions. Instead of them opening up to you, regardless if you agree with it or not, and you're biting their head off because you're frustrated, you're upset, or you're disappointed in their response. Okay, so be ready for whatever it is (laughs) that they may throw your way, but be in a space and knowing how important it is for them to open up, okay? So the next thing you want to do is talk to them one-on-one, face-to-face. No text message. Text can be misconstrued, not over the phone. You can't see facial expressions. And it's too easy to get off the phone face-to-face. And you want to say to the person, when you communicate to them, you don't want to be accusatory. You don't want to point fingers at them. You don't want to say, you, you, you. You acting funny. <laughs> you, you all of a sudden decide, you, you're acting funny or are you all of a sudden moving differently? Or what's up with you? Why are you acting funny? <laughs> that's, that's the main thing, right? Or is there something you need to tell me? Definitely, if you're a woman, you definitely don't want to go to a man and say, hey, we need to talk. So what you want to do is be in, a, in an environment in which both of you feel comfortable and just casually say, hey, I, I really want to know how you feel about something. And I want your honest opinion. That's kind of like their best way to go, male or female. So what you're doing is you're setting a tone. You're not being accusatory. You're not having all of their, their senses and their blood pumping. You're just saying, hey, I, you know, I want your honest opinion about something. And they, they, they know that you're serious, but they don't know how serious it is for you. And... Then you go into and tell them, you know, I've noticed that things may be a little different. 
and I'm not really comfortable with where we are, if that's how you feel. Notice I didn't say anything about what the other person is doing. You're making me feel like this. You're doing this. Leave all that out. Try not to say you. Say we, us, and I. It could be something as simple as I've I've been paying attention and I feel as though there's a disconnect and I want to give you an opportunity to share how you feel about our progress. That's if you're dating, right? If you're in a relationship, same thing. Hey, I've noticed that something feels a little off with us and I just wanted to check in with you just to see if everything's cool because I feel like things are not in the place that I want them to be. You're telling them that you identify and notice that there's a shift or a change. And what you're doing is giving them an opportunity to tell you that they agree, that they disagree. You're also going to sit back and see whether or not they're going to ask you for more information. Because a lot of times, especially if they're not comfortable or they haven't came out and told you what it is and you're the reason why we're having this conversation, they kind of, they're not ready for that conversation, right? Because you brought it up. If they were ready for it, they would have brought it up, right? So a lot of times they'll ask you, what do you mean? Well, well, I think everything is fine. Or they'll ask you for an example. Or they may say, no, there's nothing wrong. But when you open up the dialogue, you're giving them the opportunity to be open and direct with you without any finger pointing. Now, nine times out of ten, you're lucky if they're open and will tell you what's up. But nine times out of 10, remember, you're the one who brought up the conversation. They'll ask you to elaborate. (laughs) And then at that point, just be real. Tell them some of the things that you've noticed. Don't be accusatory and say, you know, I could be wrong, but I feel like some things have changed between us because I would have expected X, Y, and Z. And that's it. The way they respond will tell you everything that you need to know. Sometimes people are completely oblivious to how you're feeling, how it's making you feel. And they'll care enough when they understand that you care enough, you guys can turn it around. There's also times in which you're dealing with someone that's not mature enough to appreciate what you're saying, appreciate that you're not being accusatory, and appreciate the relationship enough to try to bring things back together. Now, in the event 
that a person is not receptive, right? In the event that a person is acting like everything's fine and you know things are different, then you are in a situation where you really and truly have to communicate what you expect. Because they've told you, I don't know what you're talking about. Nothing's changed. Nothing's wrong with me. But you know things have changed. Then that's an opportunity for you to say, okay, well, things are positive from your standpoint. And I know you want to see me happy. These are the things that I would like for you to continue to do. Or I would like for you to start doing so that I can feel that we are on good terms. Because remember, the things that you're noticing, the change and the shift in their action and behavior is not all in your head. It's a problem now because you've noticed a shift and a change. If their response is nothing's changed, despite you explaining what has then all you can do is take their word for it and tell them, okay, if nothing has changed, then when these type of things occur, I would like for you to respond the way you did before. And then you have an opportunity to see if there's a change in the pattern in the behavior. Because sometimes it just takes a conversation. But if after the conversation, regardless if they're receptive, they're defensive, or they act like they don't know what you're talking about, the line is drawn in the sand, the communication has been drawn out, has been laid out, and the expectation has been set, then the only thing that you can do from that moment on is to pay attention to a change. If the change is in a positive direction, then you guys continue to move forward. And that was just a learning lesson along the way. If the behavior remains the way it is, then you have a decision to make. Do you want to stay until they completely fade? Or do you want to do your own exit? I never, ever suggest anyone to do a slow fade on anyone. We're all adults. And everyone deserves the opportunity to correct, to fix, or to move on. So in closing... Brief recap, slow fade, it happens. It happens to the best of us. Sometimes we don't find out about it until it's too late. And there's no conversation that you can have that can fix it. Sometimes people slow fade in different ways, but you can notice those things when the way they move with you and deal with you changes. And their level of concern, their level of attention and time And their level of attraction starts to fade. 
and you notice it. Once you notice these things, the earlier you can notice it, the better. It's your opportunity and your choice if you decide to continue things with this person. Your best bet is to open up and have open and direct communication. Give them an opportunity to tell you what is wrong or how they feel without being accusatory, without being negative. It may take a lot of restraint on your end, but trust me, it's worth it. The person may not know that that's how you feel. The person may not care. The person may not be mature enough to take responsibility by gaslighting you or acting like they don't know what you're talking about. Or the person may be at a point where they are willing to change, willing to communicate with you. is all possible. They're either going to change, they're either going to act like they don't know what you're talking about, or they may give you lip service, but continue in that same fashion. At the end of the day, after the conversation has been made, you have to make a decision. And that's how you deal with, you identify, you deal with, and approach a slow fade. I hope this episode helps. And with that, I'm out. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Dating While Black. If you have a show idea or a suggestion, please reach out to us at info at datingwhileblack.org. This show was brought to you in part by Blush Bartending, Kitty Paw Shoes, Brunch and Body, and The Hunt Dallas. To find out more about Dating While Black, please check us out on all social media platforms. You can also visit our website at www.datingwhileblack.org. We appreciate your support. And as always, put a big smile on someone's face and go love on someone.